UW Medicine brings expert maternity care to your home with our Tele-OB program. During secure video-based appointments, your maternity care expert will provide prenatal care for you and your baby. We'll also give you equipment and teach you how to take your own blood pressure and find your baby's heartbeat using a Doppler. Learn more at uwmedicine.org slash Tele-OB. That's uwmedicine.org slash Tele-OB. UW Medicine, a higher degree of healthcare. Well, the first My Day Friday podcast after the audition process is wrapped up. Oh, yeah, it's official. It's crazy. It's been, what, seven? Well, the audition process has been seven weeks. Yeah, seven full weeks at and this point. now we'll be back to the Carla Marie and Anthony show. I as think it's, so. As it's been living for the past three I years. I think we should get off all the weeks before we hire someone. Why? Because we should get a nice break, a vacation. Should we still do the My Day Friday podcast? Yeah, we can do that. All right. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you, lady, whoever that is. (laughs) I have no idea who that is. Uh, This is the podcast that started it all. So as we look to grow our show and take whatever the hell we do into different avenues and media and platforms and stuff. This is where it all started. We decided uh, almost five years ago exactly now. Uh, was it January or February? Yeah. To launch this podcast. I think we'll be coming up April 11th. Is yes. that the anniversary? Mm-hmm. What what day of the week is April 11th? Is it a Friday by any chance? Uh, I'll check. But we, well, we recorded the podcast. Remember we did it like two days before because we were scared because we're like, what if we have to like redo it? Because what if Yeah, because we didn't really know what we were doing at uh, all. April 11th is a Thursday. Okay. So, and so I've we'll been be able wanting to celebrate to do- the next day. Uh, like actually a live podcast. Like what do you mean a live podcast? Where we do the podcast somewhere and people come and watch. Is that what people do? Yeah, but Dan and Shay are in Seattle that night, so we got to make sure it's in the daytime. <laughs> Maybe they can be part of it. <gasps> Maybe we just do our whole podcast with Dan and Shay. And tequila. In April. And a lot of tequila. So if you missed it, if you're like, why do I listen to this podcast? How did I end up here? Carla Marie and I, we both started our radio journeys in New York, uh, around the same time. I started in 2006, technically. I was still a junior in college. 2009. You started in 2009. Started this podcast, and somehow someone gave us an opportunity to do our own show out here in Seattle. And although it has jumped around from place to place a little bit, we have our home, 106.1. If you ever want to hang out with us in the morning, yep. live, that's what we do. Yeah, you can find our uh, on the iHeartRadio app. You just look for Kiss FM Seattle. And then it's us. And we'll jump into some more emails in a second, but I want to read Jay Thompson's email. Okay. Of course, you can always hit us up, mydayfridayshow at gmail. Uh, just wanted to drop by and say hello. I don't get to listen as much as I used to since I took a new job. It was a good move, but I miss getting to listen to you live all the time as most of my mornings are now filled with calls to my team in another country. I'm glad wow. to be able to catch up on the Last Call podcast, which is another thing we do every day, and the My Day Friday podcast. Um, but I miss listening live. I want to wish you luck in picking another member to join your morning show. Um, as from the Last Call podcast, I have heard it will be a tough choice. Yes, yeah, send us all the good vibes, please. It is going to be a very tough choice out of seven people. The uh, He continues, I did get to listen the other day and ended up telling Anthony to go for it with his match from uh, the dating app. Oh, that's awesome. We were talking about Hinge. I can honestly say I wish you both the best at finding that special person when you are ready. Wait, for the show? No, this is for oh. life. Uh, when you are ready. 
Um, when or if you find that right person, they will stick by you no matter what, just like you two have stuck by each other. That's from Jeff in oh, Dayton. Hi, Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Thank you very much. Uh, I feel like this whole process, though, has been like dating someone or like we swiped on a bunch on seven people yeah. and we got to date a new person every week for seven weeks. It's been interesting mainly because it is kind of like The Bachelor or something like that yeah. where you're... People are obviously giving us their best. And that's why I'm saying we should have done, at least in the beginning, or this weekend would have been awesome, having everyone in one room together at like a cocktail party to see how they interact with each other when they're not just around, like when they're kind of put in this real position to have competition. Well, yeah, and I think just like I've been hearing on The Bachelor very often, he keeps asking, like, I want to make sure they're here for the right reason. Very important. That's something that's important to us, too, because we know that at least the two of us, are here to grow and develop this thing that we've created. Yeah. Gordon is obviously part of that too now. We know his intentions, I think. Uh, Maybe yeah. he's trying to sabotage our whole Maybe. show. Uh, what do you want to talk about though, Carla? What are we getting into? Well, so last week when we did this podcast, I was heading to New Jersey. Oh, yes. For my niece's Sweet 16. I was talking about Sweet 16s and how they're crazy. Hers was over the top obnoxious. And if you follow me on Instagram, at the Carla Marie, you saw all of the things. Like, she had a table that had her name, Krista, like, all the letters of her name are what held up the table. There was oh, a Oh, is DJ- that what it was? I thought they were just in front of the table. No. Those were, like, the legs, the of, legs the of the table. The legs of the table, yeah. Interesting. Giant. And she had a court of friends, and she was introduced, and she was gone for the first hour of the Sweet 16. Like, no one saw her until her entrance. Um, there was so it was a like t- a cocktail hour for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, there was a DJ, and then a robot shows up. Like a giant robot on stilts, like with LED lights. And I'm like, this is wild. And I know Brett, who listens to our morning show and our podcast and has been an Elvis listener for years, he used to call into Elvis' show all the time. And that's how I know him okay. from answering the phone. Yeah. I know that Brett was originally New Jersey robot, but he moved to Tampa about two years ago. So it's Tampa robot. And he, and I knew that Brett from Tampa is what I thought in my mind. I'm like, oh, that's what Brett does. Too bad he's in Tampa. I would ask if that was him. I get a message that night on Instagram from Brett that was like, oh, my God, so crazy that I saw you at your niece's party, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, you were the robot. Like, it's so weird that it's someone I've had. But you guys didn't have a conversation at the party. But I've had multiple conversations with this person, never met them in real life, have now technically met them in real life, but haven't met them in real life. You just said real life a lot, and I I don't know what you were saying. He handed me glow sticks, though. But you had no idea that it was him handing you glow sticks. That's really funny. And and then he called in on Monday, right? Now, here's my issue, what? and I, I know that if I ever have a daughter, I'll probably have to go through the same nonsense. It'll probably even be even worse when she has her Sweet 16. But why is a Sweet 16 even a thing, I guess, is my question. Yeah, what is so great about turning 16? Nothing. You like, now are allowed to take the hours to have your driving test because in New Jersey. Even back, even if you look at weddings, right, which we talk about a lot. At one point, there were times where weddings, it wasn't, you weren't getting married, quote unquote, for true love. or right. to find, It was like... An agreement between families yeah. to be like, I'll give you my daughter. You give me your son. We'll join our families. And land. I'll sell you some chickens. Yeah. You get my daughter and like eight chickens. <laughs> Enjoy. But there, but that's why those ceremonies used to take place is so that the families could either show off or come together or whatever. So that's where that history comes from. But what was the history behind us? Like, who was the first person to be like, you know what? I need to celebrate that my daughter is going from 15 to 16 and she hasn't died yet. I, like, here's another birthday. It's kind of like for the parents. Like, wow, we made this thing survive for 16 years. I think. And now it's a terrible Tiffany-themed yeah. psychopath. <laughs> it was a Tiffany-themed party. So, but that's my question. Do you, when you were going through your Sweet 16, Carla Marie, what did it mean to you? Just you were having a party for turning 16? Yeah. So this is my, pro- like, why MTV. Why did we choose 16? I don't know, because 
honestly, I don't think they were as big of a thing until MTV came out with my super sweet 16 because girls in my high school would do it, but they it wasn't like a big thing. Even mine wasn't that, I mean, that big. And then I feel like it got crazy. Okay, so here's what I just Googled, and this came up, ehow.com. Sweet 16 represents a period in a teenager's life when she inevitably shifts into young adulthood. Thought to have originated in the Victorian era, Uh a debutante party, as they were known, was a way to present a young woman coming of age to society in hopes of finding a suitable husband. So we should find my niece a husband. Yeah, she better get married real soon. Here's what's crazy. Maybe, and this is what I keep saying I want to do for my 32nd birthday next year. Okay. 2020 is to have 16 times two, like a sweet 16 all over again. sweet 16. And maybe it'll be finally my coming of age to find a suitable husband. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you still have got pink hair, so you are not an adult yet. No. I'm holding out as long as I can. What made you go with the, uh, well, I don't whatever know. that shade is? Because that's not pink. It's not purple. It's like light purple. I can't see it. It's on my head. <laughs> well, you can move your hair. It's long enough. Yeah, but you it's too close. It. Like right now, it just looks like mauve. Maybe. Yeah, I would say that's probably and the closest. And I washed it at least once, so it, the color's a little different. Now, how did you end up on that color? So I was going to Dina's, which I told you guys on the podcast, I was going to go see Dina, and I don't know what I should do with my hair. Let me know. Whatever. I get to Dina's, I was like, oh crap, what are we doing? So I just went into Instagram, typed in shadow root, because that's what I did last time, where it was just on the top of my head, the purple. And this picture, a picture of girl with light pink hair on her bleach blonde hair came up. And I was like, Dina, can we do this? And she said, yep. And that was it. Okay. But, but Dina, that's not what color you have on no, your head. No, but Dina was like, yeah, we're not doing that color because I can't dye, I don't have enough time with you to dye your hair that blonde to give you that color. Okay, so, so you gotta go, go light I, first so you can do, okay. And I still went light first. I still was there for three hours. Did my hair, my Jeez. makeup, everything. And yeah, oh, we got this. And that's fine. So even though it's not what you asked for. I mean, it is. She I, just went with it. But it's, it's not like she was like dyeing my hair brown. Like at this point, I tr- obviously trust her. And I've been, I realize I've been dyeing my hair crazy colors. It'll be four years this fall that I started. So at this point, it's like. Whatever. I know it washes out. It's not the end of the world. Although every time I sit there, I'm like, Dina, what are you doing? What's going to happen? What is this? And she's like, shut up. What colors have you dyed total? Like, what are the different colors? Because I know you had blue at one point, right? Bluish. I did purple, and then we did purple and blue together. Uh, sorry. Purple, then like a purple pinkish together. Then I did dark purple. That was not the best. And then I did probably pinkish, rose gold, shadow root, and there's definitely more What's been your favorite? The shadow root and this one. What, what is shadow root? What, what did I that did look last like? time where it was oh, like okay. really blonde with a purple. Shadow root, this one, and rose gold. So three favorites. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you getting into this weekend, Carla Marie? Well. Uh, oh, we have, I know we, we are actually both going to be uh, skiing tomorrow, Hope on the Slopes, right? At Stevens Pass, yeah, for American Cancer Society. I have to go to the gynecologist in a few <laughs> minutes, and I got a podcast to record, and I got my friend's birthday dinner. All today? No, this weekend. Oh, okay. You said this weekend. Yeah, but you made it sound like that was like back to back to back. That's what we were going to do. So today I mean, almost. is Gyno the Gyno. Podcast. What's the podcast about? I can't talk about it yet. It's Side Hustlers. Listen on Monday. Okay. Oh, so it will air Monday. Monday. And then what do you have? Is this like a yearly checkup at the Gyno? Like yep. what happens there? Yearly checkup. They stick the thing in there, which is my friend Shandon's birthday. So I was like, I'm celebrating your birthday by getting my vagina probe. <laughs> she said, no one's vagina is safe on my birthday. That was our conversation. So they stick a thing inside, and they basically, like, swab it around, and then they send it back for testing to make sure you don't have cervical cancer. And that's the whole process? Like, that's what's going on? Yeah, then she looks in there to make sure nothing looks <laughs> weird, checks for my IUD strings, which we can never see because they've been wrapped around my 
uh, cervix since the beginning, which is fine. Um, that sounds painful. And she like feels around on my stomach to make sure there's no bumps. And then they feel your boobs for breast cancer. And um, yeah, and I'm going to have a conversation with her about my AMH levels because they're very low. And I want to know if that means I can have babies. So is are you nervous? No. That seems like a pretty heavy conversation to have. It is. But at this point, I mean, what am I going to do? I either going to have to spend a lot of money to get my eggs frozen or I'm not or I'm not having kids either way. What is the process? Like, you send your eggs to someone when they're frozen? What? Like, what do you, you said you're going to have to spend a lot of money to get your eggs frozen. Um, you have to go through, I believe it's months of hormone treatment, and you have to inject yourself with hormones. I was actually talking to um, a family friend this weekend at my niece's party about it because she did this. And you, she said you get to a point with the hormones where you literally want to rip off your own skin because Why? your body is pumping with all these hormones and you're, oh. and it's just crazy. And then they do whatever they need to do to extract eggs from you. And then they tell you how many eggs painful? are good. I'm sure it's not comfortable. I don't know if you have to go to sleep or not, but she said she, it, she did it twice. And each time she only had one good egg. Oh wow. She did three times. Sorry. One of the times she got none and she has two kids. So you can do the whole thing without getting yeah. an egg. That's but crazy. she also paid extra for genetic testing, which a lot of people don't do. And if she didn't do it and had extra eggs and they were bad eggs, someone could get them and you wouldn't know that they were bad. What is a bad egg? Like it doesn't work? So because she was older, they may like for me, like, okay, I may not have a lot of eggs, but what is the quality of these eggs? They may be completely bad like they may not be able to get you pregnant or there could be deformities and issues oh, okay. with the baby that you don't know without doing the genetic testing and obviously we live in a world where we can do all of this stuff and me personally my opinion is i'm all for it if you have the money to spend to make sure that you're going to have a healthy baby and you yeah, can have a baby, go for it i mean because in a in a similar vein once the child is born you do whatever you can to make sure they have a happy and healthy life right as a parent Why wouldn't you start ahead of time so yeah what's the difference if because I guess you're you're insinuating that some people think like you're playing God in some capacity. Yeah, my, and my the whole um, like Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. With the fact that she has embryos and she's been able to choose, I want a boy, I want a girl, or whatever it Does is. Does it actually work like a hundred percent? I I can't answer that. Okay. I thought so. My mom hates that. But why? I don't because she's so old school, and I'm like, but mom, if you could have picked, wouldn't you have wanted to? Because guess what? I want a boy. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I know there are women out there who just want to have a baby girl. And there are no, there are people who just want baby boys. And if you can do it, why not? Exactly. But there are people that are like, well, no, we're going to get to a time where someone's always going to want a boy and someone's always going to want a girl. It's fine. It's not we're only going to live in a world with all boys or all girls. Yeah. Plus, honestly, people should be reproducing less. So it's fine. Where there's too many people in the world. As and it is. there's that. I'm like, do I want to bring a kid into this world right now? You see this place? It is pretty crazy. You got to clean this place up. But also like, and I think this happens with every generation. We always like to think we have it the worst or we or things are the worst when we're around. But think about it. People were still having babies when World War II was going on. True. And that was the world killing each other. But I'm not so much concerned about now. I'm concerned about the fact when this whole place blows up. Like into global a warming and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. the whole earth just isn't in a flame. But you can never you can't predict the future. So that's not something I think. No, I'm definitely you should... definitely on my top three. Top three what? Things that I'm concerned about having kids is what like the fact that my kid may not have food for itself or its own kids one day. Yeah, I guess that is pretty scary. And that's why I think when people are concerned with whether you want to call it global warming or just environmental issues, you do want to leave this place better for your kids or people you care about or your neighbor, whoever's going to outlast you at some point. You want to say, you know A what? lot of people don't think like that. It's now, I now, I now. Would, I would think we are kind of not brainwashed. 
we're led to believe by a lot of, I think, media outlets out there, mm -hmm. whatever side they lean, that the world is a worse place than it is. I think, True. I think if you're a right-leaning media outlet, you're trying to make everyone believe that we're all going to be communists or socialists and the world is going to fall apart. If you're on the left side, you're trying to make everyone think that the world is a terrible, racist, environmentally disastrous place. Yeah. And I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Agreed. Right? So I don't think... Do, am I concerned about the environment and stuff like that? Absolutely. And I think one of the reasons that I consider myself someone who wants to be a steward of the environment and make sure that we protect it is because I have little cousins and I might have little kids one day and I want them to see the beautiful world that we see today. Of course. Or and maybe make it even, even see, better. Yeah, and maybe even see it in a better light where when you go to a national park or when you go to a beach, you don't see garbage floating along in the water. We saw it when we went to um, auto camp and we stayed in Russian River. We went to the Sonoma Land Trust. Oh, yeah, which is pretty cool. So cool. It's this group of people who've come together to block off parts of the land to protect it forever, literally forever, and you can't build on it or any of it. And it's a, I mean, a chunk of land. It's like an entire yeah. mountainside. And almost. what they're trying to do is actually return that land to what it was before people settled it and farmed it and like, cut things down. It's crazy. And it's the science they use. There's people that live on that land mm -hmm. trying to survey it constantly, make sure that it's crazy because it's things I would never think of, like the... The type of grass that grows there has, they're trying to make sure it returns to its native grass, not, you know, other things that can, other types of Pollinate. grass that take over yep. the land and make it inhabitable. And put certain animals there yeah. so that they can get that grass to get, it's it's crazy to think that there, this is going on and we aren't hearing about that stuff, the good yeah, stuff. Exactly. And maybe, maybe that's, a, we're part of the problem, you know, because Ooh. it's, it's. Speak for yourself. No, I, th I think you're part of the problem. We all are. And that's everyone listening to the podcast and everyone who does the podcast and everything. We always like it's so easy to jump on a negative story. Hell yeah. It's so easy to see something you're angry about, retweet it, comment on it with your anger. But when things are going well, we don't talk about it as often. I find myself with like the retweeting anger things going off of that. If I see something that I'm like, I agree with that or I disagree with that strongly either way. I'm finding myself not retweeting it anymore because I don't have the time or the energy to fight with people yeah. about my opinion. And guess what? Unless it's something that I need to stand for to, for myself, it doesn't matter. That's so fair. if it's like women's rights or abortion or women should be paid more, like equality, all that, I'm going to stand up for that because I truly believe it and it affects me and the people around me. If it was something that was going to affect you, Anthony, yeah. I would stand up for it. But if it's just someone on Twitter's random opinion about... I, I don't know. Uh, should kids be in school for an extra hour a day? I'm not gonna <laughs> like get people fired up over that because there's no reason. So let's as and granted, this is a perfect time for us because we are scheduled to do something rather nice this weekend with oh. the Hope on the Slopes campaign that we're a yeah. part of. Um, and that's if you're in the area, if you're in Western Washington at all, and you could make it to Stevens Pass tomorrow. The whole idea is there's 24 hours of skiing or snowboarding on this one section of the mountain. Yeah. And you have a lot of people will sign up with relay teams and they keep going and they try to do as many laps as possible. We used to do something on my track team. You had a run? Where you would set up and there was, I think there was like an hour that we had. And as many times as you made it around the track was For how much hour? people had to like donate. Yeah. <laughs> so I would get people to sign up and give me like 25 cents a lap or oh, a yeah, dollar a lap. Oh yeah, we did that, lap. I think. But I didn't take part. I think I might have just said like, <laughs> how much do I have to donate to not run? So I think that's the similar in a similar vein. That's what's happening with Hope on the Slope. People will try to lap the mountain as often and as we'll, possible. We'll probably post a link of where you can donate at some point. So whether you're doing something with us this weekend, or maybe you're listening down the road and this has passed, come and gone already, do something that you believe in 
Don't tweet about it. Just go do it. Do it. And enjoy yourself. And that's part of the whole Monday Friday thing. Do something for you. Do something that makes you feel good. Enjoy yourself. Like going to the gyno. When you do good, you feel good. And I guess also go to the gyno. There's nothing feels good about that. <laughs> Surprisingly. Uh, of course, you can always email us. And this is where I'll play the commercial music, Carla Marie, even though this isn't actually a commercial. You can email us. We're always available. We'll try to read and respond to a lot of those emails. My Day Friday Show at gmail.com. So we also have to talk about the fact that you watched my cats and you were oh, a, yes, the a captain's viral, log. viral sensation. Well, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it could have been, I guess. Although I did have to clean up some poop and, and I vomit. Did, and some the vomit was actually really disgusting because I didn't know what it was at first. I told you. Because it comes in like turd form. It, it looks like a tampon. Yeah, a little bit. So I said the first time I found a hairball, I was like, what the is So that's that? what that is? That's a hairball? And it comes out, obviously, not as a ball because you don't, you throw up. Like they think about the way you, things are in your body, your stomach. But there also it's wasn't a, a lot of hair. That whole thing is hair. That that long that thing. That white. It was like that, whitish gray. That's, that's hair. Huh. Interesting. And I, probably, can you tell? But is it their own hair? I just always no. I here's the thing. They lick each other so much, <laughs> okay. so it could be either of them. But Caroline sheds a lot more, so I feel like their hairballs are caused by Caroline. And that's that's why it looked more white than yeah. orange. But Max's hair isn't really that. That orange, like it's orange, no. but it doesn't. I also learned where this the term scaredy cat came from because they're they are such... very timid little things. And curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, they they weren't very curious when well, I was around. I mean, they just are, but not when you were there. I don't know why they were so scared of you. It was very weird. Max was hiding behind the couch every time I walked in. But then, as as the weekend progressed, as we went from Friday to Monday, by Monday they actually were next to me as I was feeding them. What time did you feed them on Monday? Uh, before I picked you up from the airport, so an so... hour later than you were supposed to. Yeah. Were, I fed them two hours late last night, and they were at the door when I got home. I was like, pump the brakes. Well, they need to know that when you offer them food, they need to eat it right away because you never know when your next meal is, kids. Okay. So eat. And by kids, I mean cats. Yeah. they. Um, you were, people were very entertained by your stories, though. They want me to create a highlight reel for you. So, yeah, I did like a captain's log of feeding the cats and all that stuff. I also had the, the throw-up pickup. My mom was dying at all of them. You know what I did, though? I knew... So I will admit to something. Oh, God. I forgot the first two days to clear out the litter box. Mm. It just it hit me on Sunday, and I was like, oh, man, I haven't cleaned out this litter box I at all. I meant to remind you because I knew you were going to forget. How bad was it? There were definitely there were big clumps. Are those clumps of pee or poop? Pee. Okay. Yeah, because I found little turd nuggets, and they weren't, they weren't that big. But then there were these huge globs. They're like they boulders. Because be, they pee in the same spot, and it clumps and clumps. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there was, there was, but it was fine. I mean, I still, it's not like it was overflowing with poop and pee. Yeah, because they were probably holding it in. Because Maybe. cats, the one thing that cats hate is dirtiness. Like, they're, like, one of the cleanest animals. They clean themselves. They don't like dirt. They don't at all. So okay. they probably weren't going. So I'm going to probably find it somewhere in my apartment. Maybe. Well, I also closed your bedroom door. I saw that. Um, mainly because I was punishing them for not coming out to eat. I didn't want them Anthony. to hide under the bed. I didn't want them to hide under the bed the oh whole time. Oh, my God. You don't do that. Why? You don't punish my cats without speaking to me first. <laughs> Well, I was like, I got so scared. I thought Max was locked in there when I got home. No, I purposely, and I also wanted them to like be by, closer to you so you could see them when you walked in. Thank you for that, but that's you know? not why you did that. And then I can't. When I was I feeding still don't them, understand this reasoning. When I was feeding them before I went to go pick you up from the airport, I was about to clean up the poop. But then I realized, what's a couple hours? Yeah, we'll leave some turd nuggets for Carla Marie to clean up as her gift. Well, and I came home sick. 
from the airport. I was so sick. I was sick the next day, and I didn't know that until I was watching your Instagram story laying on my couch. Well, you should pay attention and to my Instagram to story more often. Uh, of course, speaking of that Instagram story, at Worst Anthony is where you can follow me on everything. Can we please make a highlight reel for you? I don't know how to do that. Okay. I haven't done the highlight reel thing yet because I don't think anything I post is that important. Yeah, that is. The cats. So you can always follow along. It's the Carla Marie on Instagram and all the social. Our joint Instagram for the show is Carla Marie and Anthony. Remember, email us, My Day Friday Show. Do you want to say anything before your vagina gets checked out, Carla Marie? Peace out. All right. Thank you so much. You could have done anything else in the world. You hung out here with us. Have an amazing weekend. UW Medicine's Tele-OB program provides safe and secure virtual visits so pregnant women can fulfill their maternity care needs from home. Learn more at uwmedicine.org slash tele-OB. UW Medicine, a higher degree of healthcare.